Training camp starts this weekend. Yes, the Lions are back in Allen Park. Let's talk about it. You are Locked On Lions, your daily Detroit Lions podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Here we go, everybody. Matt Derry with you on a Friday edition of Locked On Lions. Welcome in on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. It's Friday, July 21st into Saturday, July 22nd. Tomorrow, Lions veterans must report to Allen Park. First training camp practice coming up Sunday and a week from tomorrow. First open practice to the fans down in Allen Park. Let's get into a lot of it today here on Locked On Lions. Thank you. Uh, thanks for making us your first listen and checking us out. Wherever you get your podcasts, we got to give a shout out to our everydayers as well. Uh, I got a message today, or I got a, uh, uh, what do they call it? A thread today from two folks out in Portland, Oregon, the PDX. And of course, it's slow on my phone right now as I'm trying to shout out my friends, Eric and Kristen in PDX who wrote in today, hey, Matt, I appreciate the fantastic content you're delivering even in the deepest dog days of summer every day. First listen of the night out on the West Coast, Eric and Kristen in Portland. Thank you guys for listening, making us your first listen, checking us out wherever you get your podcast. You can follow us on Twitter at Dairy Speaks, at Locked On Lions, threads at The Real Matt Dairy, Matt Dairy Facebook fan page. And of course, watch us each and every day on our Locked On Lions YouTube channel. Please subscribe, check us out for free. On the show today, the Lions are in high demand. I will explain coming up momentarily. Also, training camp is upon us. As I said, Aaron Wilson, NFL insider, says the Lions are dipping into free agency to pick up another running back who will be coming back. We'll get into that. And number three on my list of possible first-time Lion Pro Bowlers. All of that today right here on a Friday edition of Locked On Lions, but we thank you for uh, checking us out. Please tell your Lion fan friends uh, about us. Did I mention the other day? Maybe I did that. I saw Theo Gridiron um, on the airplane last week. That's my guy forward down the field, Theo Gridiron Spite. So a uh, shout out to a Theo who does a fantastic job. And uh, he told me he and his wife, I believe, are going down to Kansas City for the opener and going to be in the stands cheering on uh, the Lions. All right. Lions in high demand, folks. So uh, the other day, was it yesterday or Wednesday? A uh, Wednesday, the Lions had uh, put on sale tickets for free, but you had to purchase them online for $0, but you had to go online and buy them even though they were free. Tickets for the open training camp dates for fans. Now, not every training camp practice is open to the public. A handful of them are. Some of the uh, workouts that they're going to be doing, some of the crossover workouts with the Giants and the Jaguars, are going to be with fans. And it opened up Wednesday morning on the Lions website at 10 a.m. By noon, they were gone. Noon. This is not tickets to a preseason game. This is not tickets to an actual regular season game. We're talking about practice. All right? Not a game. Practice. Training camp. During the week. Uh, kids at camp. Kids at jobs. Parents at jobs. Nope. Lions have sold those out and did sell those out 
in a matter of less than two hours. We had Ryan Matthews from Pride of Detroit on here uh, on Wednesday, and he said he tried to get tickets, and he was like number 500 in line, and there was no chance. So the Lions are in high demand. And now that th this will be pretty much the last show I do, uh, because on before there's action, because now on Monday, we'll be discussing somebody look good in camp. Something happened in camp on Sunday. The practices, this guy's injured, this guy's healthy, et cetera. Um, last year, we talked a lot about Malcolm Rodriguez and players that improved their stock during training camp. We will start having those discussions on Monday. We have made it through the offseason, and now we're ready for the Lions to hit the field. Remember, the reason why the Lions are practicing so quickly and so early, July 23rd, Sunday, batting third, uh, is because they're opening the season a few days early against the Chiefs, obviously, in Kansas City for Thursday Night Football on September the 7th. So they get a couple, they get a jump start on training camp. Dan Campbell and his team back on the field, down at 222. Well, I didn't really have the sign out here. There we go. Down at 222. And uh, it's exciting. But man, the demand, the excitement level. I can't remember a time that the anticipation for a season, the excitement level for a season was this high. I can't. Uh, and I've said this before on the show. I've lived here for. Gee, since 1996, what is that? Almost 96, 06, 16. I mean, almost 30 years, 28 years or so, 27 years. And there were some good teams. I covered a Wayne Fonts playoff team. I covered Bobby Ross playoff teams. I covered Jim Schwartz playoff teams, Jim Caldwell playoff teams. Um, obviously, I've never seen a Lions playoff win in my heyday here in Detroit. We're going back to 91, but. Man, this is exciting. People are amped for this. They want this. They need this. And it also helps that the other three professional sports teams here in the best sports city in, the, in America, I'll say that, the other three teams in this town suck. They're not good. Hey, the Tigers took three out of four from the Royals. They're five and two out of the break. All right, but some major league teams are coming in now for the next few days. I mean, come on. They're... Nine games or eight games under 500 in the worst division in baseball. So, yeah, they're five games out of first, but, you know, Pistons and Wings, hopefully getting getting it together. It seems like they are, but people want a winner. People are tired of the losing around here, and the Lions are a winning team. Whether you think that this could be a fraud, that was a fraud last year, a fluke, or uh, expectations are high. You know, we know what happens to the Lions when expectations get high. We do. Most times they fall flat on their face. But if you look at the roster, you look at the coaching staff, you look at the schedule, you look at the division, all signs point to this team having very good success this year. And the demand is there. It's exciting. And now you're talking about training camp opening Sunday. Man, I mean, it's you look at the offense and you look at Jared Goff and the running backs and the receivers and now Sam Laporte at tight end to go with Brock Wright. The offensive line is really good. The defensive line looks deep. For once, this is the best line the linebacking core has been in years. The secondary is remade and has real professionals back there. All right, Bobby Price ain't walking through that door anymore. AJ Parker's not trying to cover six three receivers anymore. All right, we're talking Cam Sutton and Chauncey Gardner Johnson and Emmanuel Mosley. These are big time players. 
Will Harris went from your number two cornerback at parts of last season to your number five corner this year. And that's okay. You got Jack Fox. Hey, you got that kicking situation. <laughs> but regardless, here we go. Camp opening up um, on Sunday. And uh, I'm excited. I hope you're excited as well. This should be this should be awesome. So looking forward to it. But man, give the fans credit. They were so starving for football that they sold out training camp practices already. Now, again, I get it. Allen Park, the facility is not does not hold a ton of fans and everything else, but still, that's pretty impressive. So excited about it. All right. When we come back, coming up next, it appears Justin Jackson is back. Kind of a log jam now at running back. What does that mean for this organization? We will tell you coming up next. First, I got to tell you about our friends. Oh, don't you just love when your mouse, this happens to me all the time. The, uh, the mouse dies on me here. I'm trying to move some things around on the good old screen here. Uh, but I want to talk about eBay Motors and what they bring to the table and why we love that they are subscribers again of Locked On Lines. Our partners at eBay Motors have teamed up with Locked On Fantasy Football host, you love him, you listen to him, Vinny Iyer, to bring you some of the best fantasy picks each season, each week, all season long, right? Whether you're prepping for the draft, you're getting nervous, you're online, you're looking it up, waiver wire, what do I do? Keeper leagues. But every week we're going to provide you here on Lockdown Lions with players that are to be, to be called guaranteed fits on your roster, courtesy of Vinny. So draft prep underway for the upcoming season. Let's see this week who Vinny has picked for us uh, for this week's eBay's Guaranteed Fit Fantasy Picks of the Week. Yesterday we told you a little bit about Jonathan Taylor and Nick Chubb at the end of the first round, early second round. How about C.D. Lamb and A.J. Brown? All right. If you're looking to make a smooth turn in fantasy football snake drafts with that last pick in the first round and first pick in the second round, catch a spark for your roster by revving up with two elite NFC East wide receivers, the Cowboys, C.D. Lamb, and the Eagles, A.J. Brown. A letter-perfect guaranteed early fit. All right, count on Lamb driving Dak Prescott and Dallas's new-look passing game to big numbers. Brown and the Eagles revving up that Jalen Hurts attack. Downfield throwing again often in Philadelphia. Vinny Iyer from Lockdown Fantasy Football going to help you win your fantasy championship. And our friends at eBay Motors knows the championship team is about each player being that perfect fit. Same goes for your car. With eBay Guaranteed Fit and over 122 million parts and accessories for your vehicle, right at your fingertips, you can make sure your ride stays running smoothly. Air filters, brakes, batteries, taillights, alternators, shocks, struts, They've got it all. You name it, eBay Motors has it. They're awesome. And they make sure it's the right fit for your car. Because eBay Guaranteed Fit helps you understand exactly what part you need for your vehicle the first time. So go forth, switch gears, crank the AC, and say goodbye to sweating if your ride needs a little uh, fixing up. Because now you know you'll always be set for success from the get-go with eBay Guaranteed Fit. Everything your vehicle is calling for is just a click away. For the parts and accessories to fit your car, just look for a green, the green check. Get the right parts, the right fit, and the right prices at ebaymotors.com. Let's ride. eBay, guaranteed fit, available only to U.S. customers. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. It's eBay Motors. All 
right, back on the show here on a Friday. Thanks for checking us out wherever you get your podcast. Interesting nugget today from Aaron Wilson, who's been kind of an NFL insider, breaks a lot of news, worked in Baltimore for years, Houston for years. Um, Aaron putting it out on his social media today that the Lions are closing in on bringing back running back Justin Jackson on a free agent deal. Jackson, of course, spent last season with the Lions and was a part of that rotation with Jamal Williams, DeAndre Swift, Craig Reynolds. Come on, Craig. And uh, did a good job. When called upon, Justin Jackson moved the chains and was a good special teamer. Um, went unsigned this offseason. Nobody a bit on the former uh, L.A. and San Diego Charger and uh, Detroit Lions. And so now with the Lions depth chart, with where it is with the running backs, um, they're going to bring Justin back and see if uh, see if he can make the team. You got David Montgomery. You got Jameer Gibbs. You got Craig Reynolds. Come on, Craig. Uh, Jackson, Greg Bell, Mohamed uh, Ibrahim, formerly of the Minnesota Golden Gophers, and seventh-round pick from two years ago, Jamar Jefferson. So a crowded running back room. Justin Jackson played special teams last year, was a gunner. Uh, among other things, and did a really good job. And Rosden didn't really have a ton of special teams experience when he played with the Chargers. So now we're talking one, two, three, four, five. You had seven running backs vying for what? Four spots, maybe five. You know, maybe uh, Ibrahim goes on the practice squad or something. I like Mo Ibrahim. I think he's good. Surprised he went undrafted. But again, if you have a good offensive line and a good passing game, it doesn't matter who's running the football. We talked about this the other day with all of these running backs trying to get paid and all upset that they're not getting paid. You know, Zeke Elliott is unemployed right now. Saquon Barkley removed the Giants. He washed the Giants from his social media bios. Ooh, well, they wouldn't pay him. He's going to be on the franchise tag this year, but he didn't get a, the big contract he was looking for. Neither did Tony Pollard in Dallas. You got a good offensive line. You got a guy that can hit a hole or two. And Justin Jackson was kind of a late ad last year for this team. But I like the depth at running back that this team has. And again, with Jameer Gibbs, we believe seeing a lot of time split wide, maybe in the slot, playing a hybrid role as a running back and a and also as a wide receiver, I can see the need to add a guy like Justin Jackson. You might as well. Question now will become, when it becomes official, who will be off the roster? The other day when the Lions traded for Denzel Mims, they cut one of their 17 kickers in the money badger. So interesting to see who will be let go when Justin Jackson arrives, but uh, he's going to be back for another season, at least with the Lions uh, for now, and if he makes the team. But uh, was always solid, you know, north and south guy that was a good backup to have. And when uh, Swift was hurt, when Jamal Williams needed a blow, uh, when Craig Reynolds missed a couple of games, Justin Jackson played and also returned kicks too. So uh, we'll see what happens there with Justin Jackson coming back. But no skin off uh, anybody's nose here. This is a decent pickup, and we'll see, uh, see see what he can do. All right, we got to talk about our Pro Bowl list, player number three. Remember, I'm going from five to one, with five being least likely the most least likely to the most likely on my list. I have five players that I think could be first-time Pro Bowlers for the Lions. That 
excludes players like Jonah Jackson and Frank Ragnow and Jared Goff and Amon Ross St. Brown and Panay Sewell, who all, all were there. Four of them were there at the Pro Bowl last year. Cam Sutton was number five on my list, cornerback. Yesterday, David Montgomery was number four. Who will be number three? I'll tell you coming up next. All right, so my number three player for possible first-time Pro Bowlers might surprise you a little bit because he plays a position where there are a lot of very good players in the NFC ahead of him. But I have a sneaking suspicion that this player will be the most improved player on the Lions' defense this year, and that is Aleem McNeil. I'm a, I'm a, oh gosh, I can't even talk. I'm an Aleem fan. <laughs> I like Aleem McNeil. I think he's a good player. He shed 13% body fat this offseason. He has worked tremendously hard to trim down, slim down, and become quicker so that he can sack the quarterback. Remember, Aleem McNeil, kind of a plugger, D-tackle. He's not humongous. He's not like Broderick Martin, the uh, fourth-round pick. He's not that big, but he's he's a bigger player. He's more of a nose tackle type, but now he wants to get to the quarterback. He wants to put up numbers. He wants to provide an inside rush that this team has not had since Sue left. And I think Aline McNeil has a chance to have a breakout year and be really good here in year three to the point where the Lions are going to need to extend him before next year. He only has three sacks in his career in two years. 80 tackles, though. Good nose for the football incredible teammate. People that I talk to inside the building say all the time, Aleem McNeil is one of the leaders of the defense. He really is. He's he's unselfish, uh, willing to do everything and anything for the team, and they love him. The issue is, how is he going to make the Pro Bowl when you got Aaron Donald, Deron Payne, Dexter Lawrence, Jonathan Allen, Vita Vea, all in front of him? And others, Jordan Davis of Philly, uh, Hargrave, the guys in San Francisco. There are a ton of excellent defensive tackles in the NFC. A lot of really good ones. So it's going to be very difficult for Aleem McNeil to leapfrog that crew. But I'm telling you, I just have this feeling he's going to be really good this year. And you wonder why Brad Holmes did not go out and get another defensive tackle to kind of pair with Aleem McNeil. Uh, I know they signed Christian Covington. I know they drafted Broderick Martin. They've got, you know, some others, Levi Onzerike, they're kind of viewing as a, a, a fresh body because he really hasn't played in two years. But I truly believe that there are going to be passing situations and third downs where you, where you will see Aleem McNeil next to Kaminsky, Pascal, Hutchinson on the inside. Then you got you know, Romeo Quarry, you got Charles Harris, you'll have James Houston. And I think there's going to be a lot of players that are going to provide a threat to offenses, leaving somebody like Aleem McNeil on single coverage to be able to make a move and get to the quarterback. So it's a long shot, and he probably should have been number five on the list behind Cam Sutton and behind David Montgomery. But I put him at three because I think he's going to have a really good year. So I think Aleem McNeil has a chance for a breakout and maybe, just maybe, make the Pro Bowl. It's going to be tough. Like I said, there's, I mean, Deron Payne just made a ton of money this offseason. Aaron Donald is tremendous. 
Dexter Lawrence with the Giants is as good as it gets when it comes to defensive tackles in this league. Watch out for Lee McNeil. I'm not saying 10 sacks. I'm not saying, but I'm just saying he could have a dominant impact on games to the point where he gets some publicity. So I'm rooting for him. Uh, Monday, we'll recap uh, the first couple of days of camp. We'll get you the uh, player number two on our Pro Bowl list. Much, much more. Thanks for making us your first listen. Thanks for checking us out wherever you get your podcast. It's been another week of a Locked On Lions right here on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, thanks for making us your first listen. And uh, being those everydayers that check us out every day, I appreciate all of you. Thanks.